Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Financial Freedom with your host, Safe Money Bob. Get set for a full hour of financial information and economic news you can't afford to miss. Bob works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Safe Money Bob. Welcome to Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob. Thanks for making us a part of your day on the radio side, 107.3 FM, WBCB. You're listening along on the podcast. And of course, a reminder, if you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show, Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. SMB, the main event. Bob, Safe Money Bob, how are you? All right. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing doing very well. It's good to connect with you again. Your Green Bay Packers lost. I'm sorry, I have to bring it up. They lost again yeah. on Sunday. It's kind of a rough yeah. go for them. A little expected. A little expected. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But look, Tennessee, they're going well. Number That's one. Right. It sort of balances things out. I can forget about Green Bay for now. Worry about Tennessee. <laughs> That's right. That's right. It doesn't work out on the NFL side. You can always go to college for now. That's that's exactly right. It's this week in history. It's a busy week for our great nation. Election Day, Bob, this Tuesday, the 8th. So be sure to get out and vote if you haven't done so already. And Bob, if you remember on this date in history, November 6th, 1984, U.S. President Ronald Reagan won his re-election bid in a landslide victory over Democrat challenger Walter F. Mondell, who served, of course, as Jimmy Carter's vice president in the Carter administration. President Reagan won 525 electoral votes and nearly 60 percent of the popular vote, 58.8 to be exact. I don't think we'll ever see that again with our political climate the way it is right now. No other U.S. candidate, by the way, in history has matched Reagan's electoral vote in a single election. Now, Bob, for full context purposes, for those who don't know, Mm -hmm. there are 538 electoral votes in total. And Vice President Mondell won the state of Minnesota, which was 10. That was 10 votes. And then the District of Columbia that was three. Yeah, 13. I was one year too young to vote in that election. Mm-hmm. I didn't turn 18, I guess, until uh, I think it's 18, if I remember correctly, um, until 1985. So I got to watch it on TV, but that was about it. I was enjoying my senior year of high school. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. You weren't worrying too much about the market or about politics and what was going on. How important it is, by the way, to get out and actually vote. Very important. Like I said, uh, last week's show, you want to, you definitely want to get your information, do your due diligence and go to ballotpedia.org to learn more about candidates and issues. Just know what's going on in your community. You know, it starts with your community and then your county, your state, and then obviously the country on certain elections every four years. Well, even every two years with the Senate and the House uh, opportunities there. So just get your information participate. You know, don't think your vote doesn't count because it does, because the fact that people have died for us to go out and vote, whether it be, you know, an absentee ballot because you're not traveling or you actually go to the 
like my parents love going to their uh, location to vote in person. It's like one of their things they like to do every year. You know, it's a privilege. It's a privilege that uh, people pay dearly for to allow us to still have that privilege. So don't take it lightly. Get out and vote and we'll see where the chips fall. Yeah. Get out and vote. Quick story, Bob. You know, I have a family member on my mom's side and once in a while when we talk, he likes to bring up politics and things that he disagrees with at the federal level, the local level legislation that was passed that he didn't exactly like. And I always ask him the same question every mm-hmm. time I ask him, Bob, I say, did you vote? I'll tell you what, SMB, it never fails. He always says no. So at least if you vote and Mm -hmm. the candidate that you didn't want to get in gets that chair, then you reserve the right to complain. If you don't vote and there's a candidate that gets in that you didn't want to get in there, you don't have the right to complain. Sorry. You're out of luck. You didn't even try. Yeah. You you take the effort. I mean, and then nowadays they're making it so much easier for many, right or wrong in some cases probably to vote. There's no reason why you can't do it unless, you know, God forbid something medical happened right away or, you know, something unforeseen happens. God forbid you had a, we had like a tremendous storm like we did, you know, was it over 10 years ago? It wasn't on election day, but it was right the week before. That's right. I remember that home dinger that came in a few hours after we finished our last flag football game for my son that Sunday. I think it was a Sunday. We got it happened home right after Halloween, the week after yeah. Halloween. It was right there. It was like the 30th or something. All right, Bob, let's get to some financial wisdom. Our quote of the week this week. And now for some financial wisdom. It's time for the quote of the week. And our quote of the week comes from Alice O'Connor, better known for her pen name as Ayn Rand. She was a Russian-born American writer and philosopher. And she is known for developing a philosophical system she named objectivism. And Alice says this, quote, money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. Bob, you mentioned your telephone number, 908-359-2861, and your website, safemoneybob.com. I'll tell you what, that's a great quote because your money, it should be working for you just as hard as you've worked for it over your life. And Bob, you can teach people how to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I live it every day. I mean, I'm from, from basically, uh, it's funny because I, I saw, I was online earlier this morning. Actually, I might even be when I was taking a walk. So I should watch what I'm doing that. So I don't walk into anything, but, uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, you want to have your money working for you. I don't, I'm not joking. Like <laughs> it could happen. Um, but you want to have your money working for you. And I've been having my money work for me in a couple of different ways. And at the same time, in a couple of different places, which sounds kind of crazy, but it can be done. Um, I've, I've known this concept and lived it probably for at least going on 20 years now out of my 30, cause I didn't learn it in depth until early two thousands. But uh, you, you think, think of a bank, think of a bank, a bank, get your money, pays you a little bit on it and then makes a ton on your money by lending it out um, and so forth. So you can create, uh, your own banks with different vehicles that we can show you how to use them. Um, you know, one of them, of course, is overfunded, high cash value life insurance. You can create your own bank. You can create your own pool of money and you be the bank and you be the banker and you also be the customer. And I've been doing that for years um, with cars, actually investments. Uh, I'm, I'm investing in my kids right now, my daughter specifically. I've invested dearly in my son too with all the lacrosse stuff. But, uh, you know, I'm able to 
take money out of one of my policies in the form of a loan. I pay myself back systematically. Doesn't show up on credit reports. There's no taxable event, nothing. It's like it's invisible. Just comes in my bank account. I wire it or EFT it over to the uh, bursar's office over at uh, UTK, University of Tennessee, Knoxville. And I slowly pay myself back, um, you know, whether it be months or years. At the end of the day, when I pay that money back into my policy, it looks, and I can show all of you this, um, it looks exactly as if I never took a loan. So my money still grew. I took some out in the form of a loan, paid for something, you know, um, and then paid myself back. And the power of using your dollar more than once, uh, you know, many, many times in life, but also having to do more than one thing at the same time is pretty cool. And you're probably not going to hear about this or even know about it. Um, it's not something that gets really, really widely uh, publicized. And as well, you know, the banks do this, believe it or not, they do this. They have what they call tier one capital and uh, tier one capital is in high cash value, big time, large life insurance policies. Um, cause they like getting the guarantees of interest and, or, you know, dividends, which aren't guaranteed, but are generally paid every year by all the reputable companies while they're doing other stuff with their money. So, um, again, you want to learn about this or any other concepts that I have been utilizing myself, help my clients with, et cetera, just go to uh, safemoneybob.com and book a meeting with me or call the office at 908-391-8500. And one of my staff will get back to you and set up a convenient time to have a chat. Your Active Wealth Market Update. All right, Bob. Well, let's do a market update. Bob, what do you have on the market this week? As you know, the Federal Reserve is set to meet, uh, I believe, on the 1st and 2nd of November. And, uh, you know, we believe there's going to be another interest rate hike of probably three quarters of a point or 75 basis points, basically three quarters of 1%. Um, they have done this, I believe, the previous three or four times. This will be four, perhaps. And uh, yeah, it'll be the fourth time if they so choose to do it. So you're talking about a 3% increase in rate, um, which is probably the most aggressive it's been since the early 80s, kind of like when our friend Ronald Reagan was in office. Um, they hadn't raised just once the Fed funds rate by three quarters of a point or more um, since 1994. So it's obviously the markets have been very just jumpy up and down, up and down. Everybody's trying to predict whether or not we have more interest rate hikes coming. Uh, I'm in the camp that until you see unemployment jump up, I believe it's still around 3.5%. Last time I looked, um, I, I don't, how, how do we, how do we stop inflation you know, how do we stop more more uh, demand than supply? Um, well, the only way you can do that is if there's people who don't have the money to buy some of these things. So I think once you see the unemployment rate jump, you know, maybe to four, four and a half, I think four and a half is what the Fed's looking at. Um, then you might see the interest rate hikes stop. And depending on what happens there, we're talking probably spring to summer, could even be all the way to fall of next year in 23 where you actually see rates coming back a little bit um i can tell you the mortgage industry is is suffering drastically right now there's just there's just really the buying stopped uh the houses are starting to come down in, in different areas of the country values of them um you know and the rates are high so people can't afford the house they could afford even a year ago 
So it's affecting everything. Like I said last week, the Fed's taking a sledgehammer to the economy and there's going to be a lot of pain. And hopefully, you know, with my help, uh, we can get through this pain. Um, and again, if you're tired of losing money or you're down and you want to put some on the side or at least set some aside that does not go back down anymore, give me a call, 908-359-2861. I'll have somebody book a call with me for you and uh, or go to safemoneybob.com. But uh, that's generally the, the markets where they are now. They're still very jumpy. Um, you can't tell or, you know, there's rumors if they say some kind of verbiage in their meeting notes or meeting minutes that they like to say uh, about less or no rate hikes for a short time. You could get a jump in the equity markets. If you do, then you definitely probably reach out to me perhaps because then maybe we can take some off the table and, uh, you know, reallocate it in a different strategy that will protect your money, potentially have growth, no risk, no worry, no fees, unless it makes sense based on your situation to pay a fee for something that you want that's available. But uh, that's pretty much what I have, I believe, on the markets at this point. Um, we're st it's still we're still in a tough time. We're still in a tough time. I mean, like I said, the unemployment hasn't really dropped. You can't they can't find help. You can't find help. Um, these, these doors are open shorter hours, starting earlier or later, closing sooner. Um, I know businesses in the Hunterdon area, Flemington area, personal, personally, some of the business owners, they just, they just threw their hands up and shut down. So uh, I don't think we're out of the woods yet. I would like to hope we're on the back half of it, but until, until they stop raising rates, you know, it's just going to be tough for everybody going forward. So, Jim, that's pretty much what I have for this week's market update. Where, where do you think, Bob, the market goes next? I mean, there's so much fluctuation on a weekly basis. Where do you see the market going into 2023? Well, I think you could have a shock event short term, which would be the election. Um, generally speaking, for whatever reason, when you it, let's just say hypothetically the House and or Senate go you know, Republican, right? You still got your Democratic president and vice president, but history has shown whether it's Democrat to Republican or Republican to Democrat, for some reason, I believe it's the S&P has an average balance of about, I think it's 3%. Um, don't, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen. That's a possibility short term. Um, but I don't, I don't see uh, a lot of potential growth in equities for a while. We, we have to get through this inflationary period start to get interest rates back towards like somewhere in between where they were at the all-time lows and where we are now or where we're going to end up. And then hopefully we'll start the whole real estate uh, industry up again, the mortgage industry up again. Hopefully uh, some of the goods and services that we're paying for uh, will either stop going up in cost or at least that versus, you know, maybe getting a little lower in cost or they'll just put a little bit less in each package and lower the cost and tell us they lowered the cost, but they really didn't per piece. <laughs> so that's sort of where we're at. I mean, it's, I read a lot of publications, a lot of people that just all they do is study this stuff. And, um, you know, you have the geopolitical things that are going on besides Russia now, potentially, you know, you have high inflation, um, you know, companies, some companies are, it's tough for them to even make their earnings estimates or they're lowering them, lowering them, which won't help, you know, their uh, share prices go up. So it's, uh, I think it's a good time to look at what you have with a professional, see where you're at. Are you at your win point? 
with some of your portfolio, maybe move it into something different, something with no fees, costs, riders, charges, anything, something that has a, your worst year is zero, but could still grow pretty substantially, you know, or put a piece into something that's paying over 5% for the next three to five years with uh, no cost, no fees, no charges. And uh, it's guaranteed. So you can't lose, you know, it's not the inflation rate, but it's my God, it's so much higher than it was over a year ago. Um, the same scenarios were probably two point something to three and now they're like five to five and a half. So uh, some good stuff that we could show you. If you go to safemoneybob.com and uh, book an appointment with me, I'll, we'll talk to you about your situation and see what makes sense for you or book a call by calling 908-359-2861. And one of our staff will set up a call for us to have a chat. All right, Bob. Well, great information there. Thank you very much. We'll step aside. Don't forget, we're up against a break here, but subscribe to the podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And join us every Saturday and Sunday at 8 a.m. right here locally on 107.3 WBCB. Coming up, test your financial knowledge when we play right or wrong, plus the biggest misconception about retirement. What is it? We'll find out next. It's coming up. Financial freedom with Safe Money Bob on WBCB. Could a recent IRS change actually save you money on next year's taxes? I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. When you think of the Internal Revenue Service, your mind may very well recall the sting of forking over your money to Uncle Sam or the hassle of preparing your taxes. A recent study by the American Action Forum estimated Americans spent more than $190 billion, that's billion with a B, on tax preparation in 2021. Plus, many economists predict the federal government will have to raise taxes in the future to pay off the national debt. But there's one change the tax man is making for 2023 that could actually mean you'll owe less in taxes next year. How much you save will be relative to your personal situation, so it's not going to be the same for every household, but certainly uh, it could have a nice little savings come tax time. Andrew Pelos with Pelos Accounting and Consulting recently told Atlanta News First the IRS typically makes annual adjustments to income tax brackets, but this year they're bigger than usual due to, you guessed it, inflation. Some people will see a savings of perhaps $1,000 for during tax time on their tax return. Uh, others might see a little bit more. Certainly the brackets have changed. So uh, the those who are in higher brackets would probably see more savings than those who are in lower brackets. But across the board, everyone's going to see some kind of savings. In short, all tax brackets are going up by about 7% for 2023. That means you can make more money and be in a lower tax bracket than you would be this year. The standard deduction is also going up to the tune of a $900 increase for single filers and $1,800 for married couples filing jointly. I mean, look, it's beneficial for everyone, right? At the end of the day, we're all looking to save money and keep more money in our pockets. And in a time like this where groceries are more expensive, fuel prices are, are at record prices, every little bit helps. Keep in mind, though, that these adjustments are for money you earn next year in 2023. So you won't actually see the results until you file your taxes in early 2024. So could you benefit from the IRS's new tax brackets? That's a key question to consider as you plan your financial future. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. 
Are you concerned about market volatility, rising taxes, economic uncertainty, and how it all can affect your future in retirement? Then tune into Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob to learn how you can protect and grow your hard-earned money. Financial Freedom, weekends at 8 a.m. Right here on WBCB, AM 1490 and 107.3 FM. Protect your hard-earned money today and schedule a free consultation now at safemoneybob.com. A new payroll tax could be coming to your state. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. We have seen a failure as a country to, to provide comprehensive insurance for long-term care. America has a long-term care problem. NPR reports 70% of people who turn 65 will need some type of long-term care, ranging from in-home care to a full-time nursing home facility. And the costs can be astronomical. A Genworth study in 2021 found the median cost for home health was more than $61,000 a year. If you want a private room in a nursing home, the median cost there more than $108,000 annually. And Medicare won't cover the costs. Medicare pays for short-term post-acute care if somebody's been hospitalized or has other kind of short-term medical needs. It doesn't pay for the kinds of things that we think about as long-term care. Allison Hoffman is a professor of law and deputy dean at the University of Pennsylvania Carey School of Law. She tells me relatively few people in this country have long-term care insurance. Washington State was the first in the nation to try to bridge that gap. And what Washington State has done is it's done a payroll tax, uh, 0.58%, that is for all W-2 workers or full-time workers that comes out of the payroll and then uh, so long as they pay in for a certain number of years, when they, they have a benefit that they can use for long-term care up to a certain amount. But it's not a cure-all for the problem. It is a little patch. I think the, the total benefits in Washington state are, you know, something like 36000 and the increase with, with inflation over time. But, you know, the cost of a nursing home in most states is three times that for over the course of a year. What it is is the state's trying to come up with a tool to fill in some of some of the gaps. Now, states like Pennsylvania, New York and California are looking to Washington's plan to implement their own solutions. Professor Hoffman says taxpayers can opt out of the payroll tax in some cases, such as those who have their own private long term care insurance. So why would somebody want to opt out? Well, somebody might want to opt out because they're already contributing dollars towards towards long term care and they think that that's sufficient. That's that's enough. But um, people also might opt out because they don't value it as a, as a form of insurance. So could a program like this be coming to your state? If so, how could it affect your wallet? And what about your own long-term care plans for your later years? Those are all important questions to consider as time continues to tick on by. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Chapter 9. You can create your own personal pension. Big idea. Using an annuity to create a personal pension helps you create a lifetime income stream, but it also helps you leave a legacy for your beneficiaries. All annuities can create annuity income to supplement the income you need before or during retirement. Those who are approaching retirement are afraid that they will run out of money, but an annuity can help make sure you have income you can never outlive. An annuity can be a great investment for your portfolio, but I encourage you to be careful that you don't overpay for your annuity. When you put your money into an annuity, the annuity company will pay you your money back at a date you specify. You don't want an annuity company to charge you too much to simply pay your money back to you. I'm confident that leaving a remarkable family legacy is important to you. You likely want to have money left over when you pass away to leave for your beneficiaries. 
The goal of a personal pension is to generate lifetime income with no risk that grows your money and allows penalty-free withdrawals. An annuity can create a lifetime income with market-like gains and no market risk, while also allowing you to build enough wealth to leave for your beneficiaries when you pass away. Don't give the annuity company fees for doing nothing. We prefer fixed index annuities for our clients that do not have an income rider fee, but you can still create a personal pension without an income rider on your annuity. If you get an annuity with an income rider, but don't utilize the features of that income rider, then you are not getting what you paid for. You are literally just paying the annuity company 1% to 2% each year you defer annuitizing your annuity without receiving a single benefit for that annual fee. This income rider fee will also draw down your account value or principal. Depending on how that index is performing, the growth on your entire account value could be significantly and negatively impacted. Some accumulation-focused annuities are built to deliver increasing payments without an income rider. You should consider the features your income rider is providing you before deciding to purchase it as an add-on. Make sure you utilize the features you are paying for. More ways to get the most out of your annuity. The longer you wait to turn on the annuity, the more you'll receive in annual payments. This is because your annuity will spend a longer time in the accumulation phase, meaning it will spend more time building up your account value. Your annual payments will grow as your account value grows. Believe it or not, you can generate your own personal pension by distributing no more than 5% a year with penalty-free withdrawals from your accumulation-based annuity policy. Many accumulation annuities are set up to be RMD-friendly, so you won't suffer a penalty when you have to take your RMD. It would be silly for you to be penalized for something you are required to do. Annuity companies take this into account by creating products that make taking your RMDs easier. Inspect what you expect with any annuity. Don't just go with what the annuity agent or advisor tells you. Read it for yourself. Specifically, you should read the annuity illustration guaranteed and non-guaranteed tables included within the annuity illustration. Also, please remember that an annuity policy is a contract between you and the annuity company. So, caveat emptor, or buyer beware, applies here. Be aware of the annuity you are buying and choose an annuity that works best for you. That will help you build a successful retirement and they'll offer you peace of mind. Whether you choose to generate income through penalty-free withdrawals or invest annually in an income rider, know the consequences of both. This is a decision you will make at the beginning of the investment process. One poor decision here can cost you 1% to 1.5% of annual growth. Over a 30-year retirement, this could come out to be a significant loss. Educate yourself on your options and the specifics of each option you are considering. Making the right decision up front will save you a lot of frustration in the long run. Also, please remember that if you withdraw too much annually, say 10%, you will run out of money in 10 to 12 years. Make sure that you're working with an advisor who can help you choose the appropriate withdrawal amount so that your money lasts for your entire lifetime. As discussed above, we recommend no more than 5% be withdrawn each year from your account. This part of today's show, Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob, is available wherever you listen to podcasts and online at safemoneybob.com. And our thanks to Ford Stokes, an excerpt from his book, Annuity 360, which is available now. Get your copy by connecting with Bob today. Welcome back inside Financial Freedom with Safe Money. Bob, right here on WBCB 107.3 FM. Hey, if you're the primary breadwinner of your household and you don't know where to start with your financial planning, please reach out to Bob today. 
Call 908-359-2861 or visit the website safemoneybob.com. I work with Bob every week. I can tell you he is one of the most genuine financial advisors and people that I've ever met. Appreciate it, Jim. All right, Bob, it's time to test your financial knowledge and feel free to play along with us at home. It's time for this week's Right or Wrong. Come on down as we test your financial knowledge in Right or Wrong. I haven't been going too well in the last few weeks with Right or Wrong. Let's see if I can redeem myself here today. All right, Bob, is this right or wrong? It's too expensive to work with a financial advisor slash professional, and you'll be better off managing your money on your own. Bob, is that right or wrong? Mm, That's a tough one. Let me think real quick. Too expensive, huh? Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. If you work with someone like myself, a financial advisor professional, we can help you save money, keep more of your hard-earned money. It's important to work with a licensed professional that can help you and help your spouse, your family, in case of a family member who is you know, doing the financial planning passes away. I have a situation right now uh, where I have a couple that was referred to me through a CPA, and uh, the CPA is my client as well. And they're like 85 and 87 years old. Their kids are older but financially illiterate. Helper, I guess we'll call her. Uh, is it's like a it's like a nurse, but not a nurse. They're not like that ill, but just someone who helps them with their daily activities. It's trying to like scramble. So we actually um, figured out that they it's it's insane. But uh, you know, at their age and with a net worth close to probably eight or nine hundred k without their house, they are like ninety five percent in the market this whole time since last you know this whole time. So needless to say, their portfolio has gotten hammered. So I'm being brought in to try to come up with some income solutions for them, protect some of that money, or if not most of it, and uh, create an income stream that will satisfy their needs. Um, they don't travel very much. Like I said, they're 85 and 87 years old. They just need some steady income. And they literally had whoever was their advisor or the advisors I see on their statements are doing squat, like nothing for them. And all they've done is collect fees, management fees on the money because a lot of them are brokerage accounts and the, the, the portfolios are imploding, uh, imploding in that they're not going to zero, but, you know, 800 down to like, say, 650 is not very good, especially when you have potential for nursing home cares, living, uh, living needs, you know, people coming in to help you in your house. So, uh, again, you don't want to go it alone. You know, we offer complimentary consultations, you know, on the front end. I mean, some guys, some advisors could charge you $500 an hour and talk to you for four hours. You pay them two grand and then you're like, okay, well, I don't necessarily like what he had to say or she. So that's why when you work with us, you know, our clients never pay me a dime. You know, they call the office or they email me uh, 908-359-2861 or they go on the website, you know, my own website, even, uh, you know, besides safemoneybob.com, I have obviously my practice website uh, where they go a lot of times to uh, reach out to me and so forth. Yeah, it is so wrong to think that you're going to pay a lot of money to work with someone who does this every day, all day for you know weeks, months, years, decades, like myself. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way. There's two types of models, and I'm I'm in the camp of the you believe in me, you believe in the plan, you believe in what we went over, you understand it, it makes sense to you both uh, you know, financially, mentally, emotionally, 
then let's work together. So not only was I wrong, but I was so wrong. Bob's Bob's really making it hurt today. All right. Number two, if your employer doesn't offer a pension plan, there's no way for you to create a personal income stream you can never outlive. Bob, is that right or wrong? Unfortunately, Jim, that would be another. Um, It's wrong. You can, anyone can create their own lifetime income stream, whether it be an immediate annuity, whether it would be a, you know, a fixed index annuity with a lifetime income benefit rider. Um, annuities allow anyone to protect and grow their wealth and establish an income stream they can never outlive. So example, that's another example. I got a lot of stuff going on here. So I got a client. He left a, a large insurance company and went to another company. And he, uh, you know, after we did all these other things together over the years, he's, this is the same couple that bought a shore house down in, uh, I guess, this past summer, um, which we planned on because that was one of their main goals from eight years ago. And we made it happen. He has a cash balance pension. So what does that mean? And I'm bringing it up because this is totally what I'm pretty much doing for him and her. So I'll bring it up with, with the audience here. So instead of leaving his lump sum and getting a guaranteed income at age 65 of whatever the heck it is, I won't get into his numbers, but uh, it's his pension. I'm able to move it over into a fixed index annuity with or without an income rider that has or does not have a fee grow the money potentially. So we control the asset. So God forbid, you know, he doesn't want to take income from this asset. He doesn't have to. And uh, the guaranteed income I can provide, even if it didn't grow a dime is about 20% more than what the pension offer is, you know, just to him. That's not even saying, okay, I want you to pay my spouse and me uh, if he left it where it was. So again, annuities when used properly and utilizing the proper annuity, you know, again, a lot can be in junction also with high cash value life insurance as well. And it doesn't matter if you're not healthy. I know how to get around that. Um, you know, it just makes your life a lot easier. You know, fixed index annuities you know, are tied to certain indices or buckets. You know, it allows you to get market like gains without market risk. You're not physically in the market. Your principal is 100 percent protected. So the worst year you will have if you have an annuity with no fees, charges, riders that you choose to put on or not your worst year is zero. Zero is the power of zero. How many people out there, whether, you know, audience today or just in general, the world, the world, how thrilled would they be if, if they made nothing since January 1st? How thrilled would they be? Pretty, pretty happy, most likely. So that's the answer to that one. It was another, but I had to, I had to jump all over it because I'm living these things you know, daily, weekly, monthly with my own people, you know, whether it be for referrals from CPAs, my own clients, my clients, God help me, I'm getting old enough. My clients' kids now come to me and it's like, oh boy, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Where'd the time go, right? Uh, okay, let's get to our yeah. third right or wrong. You won't learn much, Bob, is this right or wrong? You won't learn much in a first appointment with a financial advisor or professional slash professional. Bob, is that right or wrong? Uh, unfortunately, Jim, that would be another. Basically, you know, once we have you like you doing were, that buzzer to me, I do like the buzzer. <laughs> I do. I do like the buzzer. Well, it reminds me of uh, oh god, what is that show? Oh gosh, is it Richard Dawson? What is the show? No, you might you might be dating yourself a little bit here, Bob. It's before my time. 
Well, Richard Dawson, but someone else took over. Steve Harvey took over. Family Feud. Oh, Family Feud. Okay. Family, Family Feud. Feud, where if you got it wrong, you're on the board up there. Like, uh. so anyway, the answer is wrong. Um, basically, what we do, we'll try to have a, a initial chat just to see if we're comfortable with each other and it makes sense to try to, to try to work with each other. So from there, you know, in that first meeting, I'll learn by asking questions, which is sometimes an art that some people in my industry fail to execute, uh, ask questions and listen to the potential client. Um, what it is they're trying to accomplish where they're at? Um, just really, you're kind of giving me, you're telling me, you give me an audio book on where you are now and what you're trying to accomplish, what's bothering you, you know, where you want to be, you know, where you've been, where you are now, where you want to be. We can accomplish that. Uh, even on that first call, if you're comfortable enough, you know, and, and you can book an hour with me. It's cool. It doesn't have to be 15 minutes and see you. Like if you book an hour and we only use 20 minutes for whatever reason, it's, it's fine. Um, we'll go through your situation. And if you know your numbers, I don't need account numbers. I don't need social security numbers. I just need numbers. Like what's where? And then even by saying names of insurance companies and so forth, a lot of times I'll know right off the top of my head what you have. So um, what it'll do is, you know, you have nothing to lose. You're taking some time, but I can look at what you have, you know, whether it be brokerage, whether it be variable annuities, other annuities, fixed annuities, whatever you have and see what kind of expenses you have, or at least create a, a, a question list, like a little homework for you to find out the answers. If I can't see them, you know, or, or you can't uh, explain them to me, you know, and then from there, you know, we'll show you how to protect and grow your money without investing in the stock market. Uh, I personally have probably less than, I don't know, 2% in the actual stock market. And of which, which I mentioned last week, uh, I'm going to recharacterize uh, my wife's former employer-sponsored retirement plans to Roth. Why? Because they're down. I just let them ride. It was such a small part of our portfolio and our life. I just let them do their thing. I, I worry about all the other. I, I'm safe money, Bob. I deal with all the safe money. So, and that's majority of what we have um, for the reasons I explained earlier in the show. Um, but yeah, you know, you've, you guys, everyone listening, you work you deserve to know how much you're paying for all this stuff that they say they're doing for you, these services, you know, and have a secure retirement that you've worked hard for. Like, it's not easy. All of you have put money away all these years. I applaud you. And I applaud you because that, <laughs> People paying themselves first, you would think it's a common sense thing. It isn't. You know how long I've been paying myself first? And I probably go farther than this, but I'm going to say since I was 23 years old. Started my first life insurance policy, permanent whole life policy when I was 23 years old at MetLife. It was the equivalent of putting money into an IRA at the time, which at the time was $2,000 a year, right? Fast forward. That policy today, now granted, it's been, you know, 30, gosh, 30, almost 33 years. So that little 2000 I've been doing every year, 160 a month or whatever it works out to be. Um, 166, probably 66 cents if I want to be exact. Uh, it's worth over 130K tax-free right now. And the death benefit's well over 300,000. So uh, I created a bank with that policy that I did when I was 23 years old. I didn't even know how to be my own banker. Basically. I didn't know how to do it. They didn't teach me at MetLife. Didn't teach me. I learned it when I went on my own, you know, and I was looking at different things and what, you know, how could I do better for people and myself? And I learned, I learned these things when you do something for gosh, three, 
three decades plus a few years, you hope you learn some stuff along the way. And uh, boy, did I learn that something. wisdom, right, Bob? You gain wisdom, wisdom. along the way. Yes, wisdom, wisdom. That's exactly That's right. Well, I'm <laughs> 0 for three today. I'm 0 and three, whichever you prefer. 0 and three today <laughs> on right or wrong. Sounds like my fantasy football team. So let me see if I can get this final one right. Right or wrong, Bob? From a fee perspective, ETFs, exchange-traded funds, are far superior products compared to mutual funds. Is that right or wrong? Drum roll. I'll just say you are correct. All right. Great. Very You're good. Correct. Luckily, we have post-production when I'll put in that ding. <laughs> there you go. Ding, 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 ding. Um, so ETFs are much more efficient. There's no 12B1 fees like mutual funds. Uh, and they can offer the same level of diversification because they're, they're trade just like you're trading a stock. Like there's a share price. You could buy it in the morning, sell it 10 minutes later. You could sell in the morning and buy it back later in the day if you're one of those people. Um, you know, again, to learn more about these things, you know, regarding ETFs that can be traded within a day and versus mutual funds and all that, you know, definitely tune in. Uh, tune in on weekends, 8 a.m. on WBCB Radio. Uh, 107.3 FM. Uh, and these are just some of the insights, you know, you, you're going to learn during these shows that we have. Um, all I'm trying to do is provide information, knowledge, value. And you want me to apply these potential concepts to your life to make your life better. Um, I'm more than happy to help you out. All right, Bob, great job this week on right or wrong. Hey, if you're about to retire and you've lost more than 25% in the market this year, you need to seek professional help. And if you go through another year like this, you will be left with half of what you had before. So please give Bob a call today at 908-359-2861 or visit the website safemoneybob.com. You owe it to yourself and your family to take action and to protect your money. Bob, there was an article in the Wall Street Journal this week, and the title was Savings Needed to retire is on the rise. That's our headline in today's inflation demonstration. Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. Yeah, so obviously with everything costing more and more and more, you're going to need more money. It was like a catch-22 up until, you know, we had inflation started first. Then Finally, some of the rates on some investments that have a, a fixed rate to them started to creep up as well, and they've continued to rise. Uh, but Northwestern Mutual Survey found that many Americans are worried about their prospects for retirement. So basically, four, almost 40% so four in 10 people said they don't think they'll have enough money uh, when they retire. So nearly half of the people surveyed also said they can Envision scenarios where Social Security no longer exists. Now, I don't think it's going to disappear. It's not an entitlement program. We put into it. We all put into it. Now, can they change? Have they done stuff in the past? Have they done things in the past to change it? Of course. Your retirement age, you know, someone like myself, it's, it's older than someone who's 10 years older than me. Um, so things like that. Um, so will it not exist? I would hope that's not going to be the case. Will it be modified? Probably, probably modified and or and or in a combination with increased taxes, because um, that's the big thing. You want to have your money in a tax efficient uh, manner moving forward. 
especially when you take it out. I know it's hard uh, when you're working to try to do Roth conversions and so forth. And, and sometimes you don't have access to that through your retirement plans at work. Um, but, you know, keeping more of what you have is, is a goal we have. You know, it's at uh, you know, safemoneybob.com. That's what I do. It's protecting the money, growing the money, trying to make it most efficient tax wise as possible, uh, you know, while achieving the goals that you want, you know. Um, so another tidbit here. So the government increased Social Security checks by 8.7 percent uh, starting for next January. It's the largest cost of living adjustment to benefits in 40 years, four decades. Um, the Internal Revenue Service also made adjustments for 401k savings accounts. So, of course, they they want you to put more money away, but they also know they want to get more tax dollars down the road because it's pre-tax dollars you're putting away. So they've increased the contribution limits by $2,000 to $22,500 for 2023. So about 60 million Americans, American workers, I should say, have 401k plans, according to Investment Company Institute. So that's a lot of people with a lot of qualified money. Um, as you know, I'm going to throw this power tip in there. Um, the CARES Act, you know, whenever I say something with nice words, it's usually not better for us. Um, the CARES Act allowed the RMD, required minimum distribution, to be extended to starting at age 72. However, however, if you don't tap into much of that and you happen to pass away, your beneficiaries, other than your spouse, have up to 10 years and that's it to distribute the money and have the taxes paid on it. Um, I have a situation, a couple situations, three of them, actually, I think it's at least three. Yeah. Three of them where uh, the people are inheriting money. It's not the spouse. And um, I think it's a sister, a daughter and a brother. And uh, that money has to be taken out over the course of 10 years. It could be all in year 10. It could be all in year one. It depends. Uh, in some cases, the income tax bracket of the person inheriting it is low enough where they're almost virtually paying no tax on that distribution. If you do it over time, spread it evenly. In other situations, we can't do that. The, the beneficiaries already it's still making, you know, making six figures, married, filing joints, and they're making heavy six figures. And, uh, you know, to take it out would be horrendous tax wise. It'd be like 40 percent between state and fed. So we decided down the road in that scenario um, from a tax situation, we would, uh, when she stops working, when he stops working, we're going to strategically pull from the inherited IRA to cover all their main living expenses until we exhaust it, uh, letting the other monies grow and defer and potentially uh, trying to convert some of those into Roth dollars as well. Uh, back to our inflation demonstration, the amount of money a household will need to retire depends on a lot of different things. Many variables, including where you live, your standard of living, um, whether a person expects to care for parents or children in retirement are also factors to consider. Last week's show, I uh, mentioned, you know, I have a charity golf outing I, I run uh, in the area here for special needs children. And those parents have to figure out, are they going to be in a state home, the child? Uh, is it going to be their brother and sister helping them? How are they paying for it? Like that's a whole nother dynamic. Um, and on the flip side, if you have a parent that needs to have care, you know, how, how, you, how are you paying for all this stuff? Do they have their own assets? Can it be structured where that money can help pay for them so it doesn't put a burden on, you know, on their children uh, financially? Not, not, not to mention if, if they're in situations I've experienced, you know, family members taking care of the parents, it, it creates an emotional stress on that relationship, but also on a relationship when that 
when that child or their kid is adult child is married to somebody else takes away from their, their life. So, so I want to share a bit, one of the biggest misconceptions about retirement. Um, too many people believe in retirement about saving money. They think it's saving money and reaching that one big magic number. Well, in reality, it's much more about the strength of your income plan than the size of your nest egg. So, all right. So you had, uh, a large 401k and it's all in the stock market. And now that number that everybody says take three, four or 5%, depending on who you talk to. Well, that number is going to go down if your million dollar portfolio just became 800, right? So if you're taking 4%, you just went from $40,000 to 32,000 if that's what you're doing. So what you want to do, and again, go to safemoneybob.com, look up, um, a meeting with me, call or go to you know call 908-359-2861. Have one of my staff reach out to you to book a call. You want to have again, you want to take control of some of the money. Why let everyone else be in control of it? So if you can control taxes, control that. If you control fees, control that. If you control risks, control that. Control some of it. I'm not saying take all of it, but some of it. And some people don't want any in the market. They don't. Others, they're okay with some. You know, but it's got to be the right percentage and the right percentage isn't some numbers in a book. It's it's basically what's most comfortable based on our conversations and what you want to see happen, you know, and then seeing what's available, putting a plan together and seeing if it makes sense and then executing it. It's as simple as that. So to all you listeners out there, just, you know, if you don't just I can't emphasize this enough. If you don't have an income plan in place for your retirement, we think I think. You know, we think it's not just me. Remember, I have a team. I have a team of people for different things that help me help you. So you could really, you really use use our help. Um, we can build you and your family a plan that has your money working as hard as you work for it. So please give us a call today, 908-359-2861, or visit our website at safemoneybob.com and book a call with us you know, at your earliest convenience. Um, but please don't hesitate. It doesn't cost you any money. I'm willing to give you some time to see where you're at and see if we can help you get to, you know, get to a better spot than you are now. All right, Bob, great job this week. We thank everybody, of course, for joining us across this great nation on the podcast side. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe, Apple, Google, and Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a review. And if you're listening locally on WBCB 107.3 FM, we thank you for making us a part of your weekend. You can catch new episodes of Financial Freedom with Safe Money Bob every Saturday and Sunday at 8 a.m. And Bob, as you put it at one point, couple of shows back if you love what you heard on saturday you can listen again on sunday is that correct absolutely jim <laughs> well we thank everybody for joining us today right here on 107.3 fm wbcb financial freedom with safe money bob we'll talk to you next week take care thanks for listening to financial freedom with safe money bob you deserve to work with a financial and insurance expert who can offer proven strategies for protecting and growing your hard-earned money. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit safemoneybob.com or pick up the phone and call 908-359-2861. That's 908-359-2861.
Not affiliated with the United States government, the Amwell Agency does not offer tax, legal, or investment advice. Consult with your tax advisor or attorney regarding specific situations. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice. These opinions are not intended as investment advice, nor do they predict future performance of any product. All information provided is believed to be from reliable sources. However, we make no representation or warranty as to the accuracy of any statement. This information is intended to be educational in nature and does not provide a guarantee or specific result. All copyrights and trademarks are the property of their respective owners. AmeriLife assumes no responsibility or liability for the content of this message. The information contained herein is provided on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, timeliness, or of the results obtained from the use of this information. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network. Next time you head to the pharmacy, you could be in for some sticker shock. So, do you need to plan now for higher drug prices in the future? First, let's spell out the problem, and it's not necessarily a new one. Prescription drug prices have been rising faster than inflation for decades, according to AARP. To put it in perspective, the group says if gas had risen as much as prescription drugs have over time, regular unleaded would cost more than 12 bucks a gallon by now. For seniors on a fixed income, being able to afford prescription drugs is essential. Ron Mastrogiovanni of HealthView Services recently told CNBC, Whether you're affluent or whether you're the average person, I'll tell you what, when you look at your Social Security check, you're paying for health care. Prescription drug insurance plans provide some coverage, of course, but not all plans are created equally. And it's important that you know the details of your plan, especially what it will and won't cover. You really need to look at the coverage in those types of plans to determine what makes the most sense for you. Lawmakers in Washington have been trying to come up with solutions on several fronts. They include things like allowing the government to negotiate drug prices, capping the cost of insulin, and more. But those proposals have stalled. They were part of President Biden's Build Back Better plan. It passed the House, but that massive piece of legislation hit a roadblock in the Senate, even though surveys show big majorities of U.S. adults approve of those measures. It seems like everyone agrees something needs to be done to control costs, but just can't agree on exactly what that might be. In the meantime, what should you do to prepare for higher drug prices in the future? Well, putting more money in savings surely couldn't hurt, according to the experts, but that can only go so far. And what can you do now to save money at the pharmacy? Well, that is a key question to consider as inflation continues its upward climb. With the Retirement.Radio Network, I'm Matt McClure.